Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bee's Perspective Radio. So, today's topics are going to be very interesting. So, I decided to change things up a bit as far as how I'd like to go about my uh, my podcast. And, uh, you know, I talked to a, a buddy of mine, and uh, he inspired me just to focus on, like, the AFC side. Um, because at some point in time, you know, I want this podcast to go viral and, um, you know, just learn more about, you know, um, the AFC side as well as, you know, join in on future podcasts and just kind of give them my perspective. So, um, today's topic, we're going to be going over the AFC North division. And, uh, the first team I want to talk about is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... In the draft, they drafted Devin Bush, right? And he has certainly impressed his teammates, uh, one notably being TJ Watt. And uh, an interesting comment I was reading up on is that Watt stated that uh, the 10th overall pick uh, is very quick and is taking a good role in knowing all the plays. um, And he can also make plays on his own. Guys, that's very good for the Pittsburgh Steelers because, you know, they need a guy like that. You know, they need a guy that can be able to go in and pick up on things really fast and be that, you know, focal point. And he's an ex- he's an excellent player, very quick, and one of those type of guys that's a sideline-to-sideline players. And if you remember in the draft, he was graded as the best overall linebacker, um, you know, at his respective position, which is great. So the fact that Devin Bush is, you know, impressing his teammates, playing very well, you know, so far, I think that's a really great sign uh, for the young linebacker, you know, to be a good contributor of this upcoming 2019 season. So the Steelers got a great guy. As soon as they got him, I'm like, wow. Definitely a solid pick, and I think he's going to be a really good player. And, you know, if he plays really well, you look at he could be a starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers for the next decade. So definitely props to him, you know, for impressing his teammates and doing overall a good job. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's expectations, at least from my perspective, um, is I think they're going to prove a lot of people wrong. You know, a lot of drama has been going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, for the last couple of seasons, you know, with Le'Veon Bell, you also have Antonio Brown, now he's with the Raiders, and you have, you know, AB and Juju Smith-Schuster going back and forth. And a lot of people are doubting the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as winning the division. And not just winning the division, but just being an overall good team and kind of casting them aside as far as, you know, be, you know, competing with the likes of the Patriots and being a championship team. You know, I still think that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still going to have a good offense, you know, without A.B. Yeah, more teams are going to focus in on Juju Smith-Suster because... You know, the double teams for maybe those are going to be gone. So teams are going to be more likely to cover um, Juju, you know, with double teams. But I think the Steelers are going to be fine. Um, You know, I think they're going to do a good job and they still very well could have a good, really good chance to make in the playoffs this season and uh, you know being a really good tough team Um, like I said they're you know they got a really good young linebacker and um, I I wouldn't be surprised if they win the division to be honest guys 
but you know, it remains to be seen. So I think the Steelers, um, the fact that they're, you know, having a really good review about Devin Bush is a great thing. Um, so great news for Steelers fans out there, you know, that their top pick is doing well. So the next team I'm going to talk about is the Baltimore Ravens. Now going from good news to a little bit of bad news. So, most recently, defensive tackle Michael Pierce was booted out of Ravens minicamp because he was out of shape, and reports say he was really out of shape. Um, Coach Harbaugh stated that he's not ready to practice from a safety standpoint and his own health. And if you think about it, that's a tough blow because considering the fact that he was the fifth best interior defensive lineman last last season and actually the highest graded player on the defensive side of the ball, according to pro football focus. So, you know, that's a tough blow for them. But I think at some point he's going to get back into shape. That's the hope that the Ravens organization hopes for this guy, because if he was great out as the best defensive player last year, you know, on that team, you want him to come in and, you know, lose that weight, become healthy. And so that way he can be a really good uh, player because the Ravens are going to need, you know, um, all their guys to step up and contribute. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson is going into year two. And so um, I'm excited to see how well he plays. You also have the addition of Earl Thomas, an all-pro safety, future Hall of Famer. So, uh, you know, you want all your guys to, you know, be on the same page, to have good conditioning, and to make a, uh, to make a push to be in the playoffs. So um, we'll see how that goes from there. I think uh, at some point, you know, he'll, uh, he'll get back into shape. It's going to take some extra time. Um, you know, but it may stretch into all the way into training camp and things like that. But, you know, hopefully uh, he'll he'll do um, he'll do what needs to be done to take care of himself and go back and being a really good player for that team. Because um, Ravens fans, you know, um, are expecting to um, see what year two is going to be for Lamar Jackson. It's going to be very interesting to note. So um, who knows, guys? We'll see how it goes. Um, so from the uh, Baltimore Ravens, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals here. So an interesting um, article I read earlier is that former NFL cornerback Cortland Finnegan is interviewing um, with Cincinnati to be, uh, or I'm sorry, is um, interning with Cincinnati uh, with their coaching staff. Uh, which I think would be some good experience for him. And uh, according to Cincinnati.com, that's where I got, read that from. So if you think of Cortland Finn again, you know, that's really, it's, it would be a good addition, to be honest, just to get some of that experience, you know. Um, it, it's not too long ago he was in an NFL uh, uniform. And, um, you know, the defensive backs have already been impressing at minicamp as well. So that's good. Um, I think he would be a really good addition to the team, um, you know, just to, just for interning and everything like that. And uh, if he does a great job, you know, who knows? He could have a shot later on down the road, you know, coaching the defensive backs, you know, from whether it be the Bengals or maybe some other NFL team down the road and be their starting, you know, defensive backs coach. So it uh, would be cool. Um, of course, Corlin Finnegan, I know, uh, I remember the whole Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan fight. 
uh, when uh, Cortland Finnegan was with the Titans at the time and he fought Andre Johnson. <laughs> that was a while back ago. That was some. That was an entertaining fight, but uh, but hey, that's kind of what I remember him of. But uh, but he he wasn't a bad player. He was a decent player. He was pretty tough. Um, so that's good. In addition to that, uh, some good news for the Bengals fans. AJ Green and John Ross uh, were out working Tuesday to start mandatory mining camp. Great sign. You know, I know a lot of um, players last season from the Bengals were injured. They were banged up and everything. And so, you know, going into the season, you have the expectations that you want both guys to stay healthy because if they do, they have a chance at approving their record from last season at 6-10. and 10. So you want those guys to stay healthy. And I know Bengals fans out there are wanting more from John Ross, you know, their first-round pick from a couple of seasons ago, to go out and showcase, you know, not only just his speed, but to show that he's more than just speed. He can be a dynamic wide receiver because if he can stay healthy and if he can live up to expectations going into the 2019 season, we're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals as being one of the top wide receiver duos. Not, I wouldn't say top. I'm sorry. I scratched it out, but being one of the, one of the more uh, better wide receiver duos, you know, of the league that is, and it's very possible, you know, AJ Green, you know, despite his age and, and him, 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 him having some injuries, you know, he's still a really great wide receiver. Um, but I think they can be one of the better duos. Of course, I wouldn't consider them, you know, um, along with the duos of like DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. You know, I wouldn't go into that far, but I think that, you know, they can definitely be, you know, a really good duo if they can both stay healthy and John Ross can live up to expectations of when that, when the Bengals use the first round pick. So, who knows? If he can stay healthy, it'd be a really good thing for them. Um, you know, going into this season, you know, they're going to have a new head coach. So it remains to be seen how well they, how well they play. Um, I, th- I, I think it's possible they can win more than six games. But like I said, a lot of that's, you know, going to rely on, you know, A.J. Green and John Ross being healthy as well as play from Andy Dalton. You know, if Andy Dalton can play really well, they're going to win, you know, definitely more than six games. Do I expect them to uh, go into the playoffs? Uh, not necessarily because, you know, anytime you have a first-year head coach, it's going to be tough. You know, players are going to adjust a new system. Um, and then, you know, they play in the AFC North, so teams like the Browns have improved. You know, and the Steelers, you know, they're still a tough team. The Ravens are a tough team, so... Who knows? But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win more than six games and then they can build off of that. And if they knock it out in free agency next year and even the draft next year, um, we could talk about guys that the Cincinnati Bengals could be a tough team, you know, um, the next season. So who knows? We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think um, Cincinnati fans should um, be excited for this season. You know, I mean, because especially if, you know, those two guys can stay healthy and Joe Mixon can kind of come into his own more and, you know, play lights out. Yeah, they could, they could be a team that could win more than six games. And they may shock us. You know, they could be one of those underdog type of teams that can get that wild card spot and be in the playoffs. So... That wouldn't be a you know a bad scenario. There would be a pretty cool thing to see, um, and prove a lot of people wrong. So, um, last but certainly not least is the Cleveland Browns. So, fifth round draft pick linebacker Mac Wilson is looking like a steal, according to one writer um, off an article I was reading. 
based off what I've seen so far, he has impressed the coaching staff and has stood out in minicamp. That is absolutely great. Um, considering the fact that he came from Alabama, so you know he's going to be able to play really well and he's going to be disciplined under Nick Saban. So I think that's a really good thing that, you know, he's turning out to be a really good guy. Um, and so that's, that's just great news for Browns fans. On top of that, Browns are already looking to be a playoff contending team. Um, they had a solid draft, you know, and I really like the fact that they got Greedy Williams who I think is going to be a solid cornerback alongside with Denzel Ward. And not to mention, you know, um, with that defense, that defense is going to be really darn good. You know, Denzel Ward is going to come into his own and be a really good cornerback, I think. He's going to improve, you know, in year two. You have Miles Garrett, who is an ascending player and, and just is just a dominant type of guy. And uh, most teams, you know, wish they would have, you know, a guy like him on their team. So, yeah, Miles just continues to improve and gets better. And uh, not to mention that some of the other guys that they added in the offseason, they traded away their first-round pick for Odo Beckham Jr., which, you know, sent shockwaves down the NFL when it happened. I was blown away. I'm like, man, the Browns are here to make some noise. They are, they are, they are tired of losing. They got their guy in Baker Mayfield as a franchise quarterback. They are going to make some noise, and so I'm not sleeping on the Browns. You know, I, I, I some people out there still think, oh, they may win three or four games, two games. Uh, no, no, I, I definitely don't think that at all. I think they're going to win. A lot more than that, you know. I think that they very well could be a playoff contending team, and not. And I'm not talking about a wild card spot, guys. I'm talking about where they can compete in the division with the likes of the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I'm not sleeping on them at all. Um, and I'm not one of those people who suggests that oh, the Browns are just going to be the Browns again. They're going to win a few games, and they're just going to you know be terrible. No way. Um, I also like the fact that they added Sheldon Richardson. I think he's going to be a good fit on that team. You know, not to mention, like er mentioned earlier, guys, about Miles Garrett. I think he's going to, you know, play really well. And uh, with the addition of Sh Sheldon Richardson, uh, yeah, that defense is going to be very, very good. So um, a lot of expectations for the Browns. But again, um, you know, for Browns fans, you know, I know that, you know, that fan base has suffered a lot, a lot of turmoil, you know, uh, an entire season where they didn't win a single game. Um, it's been years since they had a winning record. And I think it's been since 2002. I could be wrong. I think it's been since 2002 since they last been to the playoffs. So if you look from that, that's been what, like 15, 16 years. It's been a long time you know, since they've been there and even probably longer than that, I believe. Yeah, about 15, 16 years since they last been in the playoffs. So Browns fans are hungry for their team to go out and have a winning team and be a playoff team, which very well could be a possibility in my opinion. So that's it for, you know, um, the AFC North side of me covering it. Um, again, guys, this is going to be something new that I'm going to start off on my podcast just because 
you know, a buddy of mine reached out to me uh, last night and talked about, you know, I could, you know, really do a good job with this. And, and he's right, man, definitely. Um, and it would be cool because I, I like talking about football. I love talking about football. Even though I'm a huge New York Jets fan, I just love talking about other teams. And, you know, it's always, you know, fun and interesting, you know, to learn about other teams, other players, coaches, and things like that. So, which leads me to my um, new segment I'm going to be talking about. So, with each division I cover in the AFC East, right? So, I'm going to be mentioning about a breakout player that I'm expecting, you know, for the 2019 season. And I and I carefully thought out these players from each team in the AFC North, and I've only picked one. So, going back to the Pittsburgh Steelers, my first choice is TJ Watt. I think he's a good football player that is improving and is going to end up having over 10 sacks this season. That's just a, a, a bold prediction I have. I think he's going to have over 10 sacks. He's a really good football player. You know, of course, we all know his brother, J.J. Watt, um, is an outstanding football player and is going to end up in the Hall of Fame someday. But I think T.J. Watt is going to come into his own and have double-digit sacks, whether it be 10 sacks, 11 sacks. I think he's going to make some impressive plays this year. And, you know, pair him up with Devin Bush. I think that's going to be pretty good because you have that young linebacker core. So I think both those two are going to be very special for the Steelers for years to come. Um, So that's one breakout player that I have for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The other breakout player that I picked you know, um, as far as having a a standout year, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Now I wanted to go with Lamar Jackson because I think he is an electrifying type of player. And I think he's going to have a pretty good career. And he, he just has that unique ability to make passes, you know, uh, or make plays, I'm sorry, make plays with his legs and his arm. And he's that dual threat type of quarterback. But if he becomes more of a pocket passer, he's going to be even more dangerous. So um, I almost went with Lamar Jackson here, but I'm going to go with Earl Thomas. And the reason why I say this is that Earl Thomas, you know, coming off his injury, um, I think he's going to have a lot to, I think he's going to go out with a chip on his shoulder and prove everybody that he's still one of the best uh, best players in his position. You know, the Ravens, you know, their defense is not bad, you know, and you add an all-pro talent like Earl Thomas to that mix. Um, and if he if he's healthy, guys, he's going to be one of the best, at, at best in the league at his position, top five for sure. And um, I think he's still got a lot of play left in him. And, you know, if you think if you think about this, if you have Lamar Jackson, if he plays really well, plays better than what he did last year. Right. And you have the defense coming into their own Ravens fans got some excitement coming this season, guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, so Ravens are going to be a very interesting team and they're going to be a tough team to beat this year. Um, to be honest, you know, Baltimore has always been a tough team. You know, when I think of Baltimore, I don't think as an easy cakewalk win, if you will, I think that they're going to be a type of team that's going to, you know, play smash mouth type of football and you're not going to get an easy win from these guys. If you're going to win, it's going to be with a lot of knit and grit and just going to, you're just going to have to grind it out. So, um, Baltimore has been a physical team for years, you know? So I think, uh, like I said, my pick as far as a breakout player for this year would be Earl Thomas. Um, the third team, uh, is the Cincinnati Bengals and I'm going to go ahead and choose Andy Dalton. Listen, 
when I was mentioning earlier about John Ross and AJ Green, if those two guys can stay healthy, on top of that, Andy Dalton has a new coach, a new system, and it's a fresh start from the Lewis era because, you know, Marvin Lewis was with the Bengals for so long. So a new fresh start could do a quarterback some good. Um, I think he's going to have a pre- – I'm going to predict that he's going to have a pretty good year um, just because that, you know, if those guys can stay healthy, you know, having Joe Mixon and everything like that, he's going to be pretty good. And also keep in mind that this is a new head coach, right? He didn't draft Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton has been in the league for quite some time. And you think about it this way, Andy Dalton could be one of those quarterbacks that could be under the hot seat because if he doesn't play well this season, I wouldn't be surprised if the coach in the organization looks at getting somebody else at being their franchise quarterback. So I think Andy Dalton is going to, you know, go into the season with that Uh, With that expectation, knowing that, man, I'm going to have to play lights out because if not, you know, my days as a quarterback, as a starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals could be numbered. So I think Andy Dalton's going to come out and I think he's going to play really well. Um, And that's and that's my prediction. Ultimately, last but not least, I'm going to go with the uh, Cleveland Browns and my breakout player isn't Odell Beckham Jr. I know a lot of people are very excited about him. I know Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to go out and he's going to do his thing. He's going to play really well and he's going to have a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns and him and Baker Mayfield are going to make, you know, a great connection. But I'm going to go with David Njoku. And the reason why I say that is if you look at it this way, Teams are going to, you know, focus in on Odell Beckham Jr., right? They're going to focus in on him. You also have Jarvis Landry. So the Cleveland Browns have a really good uh, wide receiver duo, right? So they're really, really good. And then not to mention, I think they have um, another wide receiver. I think I think Corey Coleman, I, I could be wrong, that, you know, uh, was a first-round pick that could look to be uh, a pretty good player as well. So I look at it this way. They got a good, you know, core of running backs. You know, their running back, I think, Nick Chubb last season, um, he played well, and Baker Mayfield. So Baker Mayfield is going to have that ability where if he doesn't see anybody that's open, you know, teams are going to be worried, okay, is he going to go and run out on the outside, right? Guys, this gives David a perfect opportunity to have moments to where he can make big plays because you know teams are going to teams are going to double team Odell Beckham Jr. I mean that's that's a given because if you don't <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. has proved in the past where he can make a big play if you don't focus in on him. It's kind of like disrespecting him in a way if you don't sit there and be like okay, you're going to just put one guy on me and you're not going to put a safety over me or anything like that. No. No, no, no. I think David is going to have a really good season because, you know, other teams, the teams are going to focus so much on Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. and Baker Mayfield that it's going to give David Njoku a lot of targets. And I think David is, you know, definitely a gifted physical tight end. And uh, I think he's going to play well this year, guys. And uh, my bold prediction for him as far as stats goes, I could see him getting anywhere between... 700 to 850 yards receiving and nine touchdowns um, catching overall. 
Um, definitely a big improvement considering that he has only had a total of eight touchdowns in his career. But I think he's going to make that next step as being a vital piece for that team. And if everything goes well, I mean, if, if David shows that, you know, he's going to have a breakout year, you have Jarvis Lange, you have Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield makes another great, you know, uh, makes a great leap in year two. Um, Cleveland Browns are going to be a tough team for many years to come. No more, no, as far as my prediction goes, I don't see them as being a team, you know, that's going to lose every season and they're not going to make the playoffs and they're going to win two, three, four games, five games, if that. I think those days are over. I think with, you know, the addition of Baker Mayfield and all these guys, you know, I think it's going to be tough. Now, am I saying that they're going to be Super Bowl contenders You know, no. On paper, they can look like it, right? I mean, absolutely, they can look like it. But, you know, Super Bowl contenders that I think in the AFC, um, you know, definitely the New England Patriots because they still have Tom Brady and they still have Bill Belichick, right? Um, The Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes played lights out last year. If he plays like that again, man, the Kansas City Chiefs could be right back in the thick of things and be a team that's in the AFC Championship game. Um, And then I also like the San Diego Chargers as well. So, but as far as, you know, what I'm, what I could say as far as the Cleveland Browns goes, yeah, guys, they can make that next step. I think I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they, if they're a playoff team. And I think that they can compete in the NF, in, not in the NFC, I'm sorry, in the AFC division where they can compete and be AFC North champions. I'm not just talking about a wild card spot. You know, I think they have enough talent on both sides of the ball where they're going to compete with teams with the with the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers as the um, as a um, uh, division winner, and and it will be it will be interesting to see, honestly. And I think that's going to be a win for Browns fans. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very exciting. Of course, you know, with the NFL, anything's possible. Um, these are four teams that I think uh, could go into the season and have some uh, have some success. Honestly, you know, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland. You know, any one of those teams has the capability of being, you know, a playoff team. You know, they're no scrubs. You know, and it, as many people knows, the AFC North has always been a tough division for many years. You know, I mean. You know, you look back, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, from like 2000 to 2010, you know, you look at it was always the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens fighting it out to see who's going to be the champion of the division. And then, you know, not too long ago, you also throw in Cincinnati in that mix. Then you have, you know, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati and Baltimore right in the thick of things. So it's uh, it's definitely a tough division, and uh, I, I I always think that you know the division is tough to play. Um, anytime a team faces them, I, it's not an easy cakewalk. You know, at one point in time, people thought the Cleveland Browns were, but I think this year they're going to really improve. And like I said, I like Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. I think he's going to make a big step in year two and just improve overall as a leader and as a quarterback and lead that team to the playoffs. Whether it's as a wild card team or as the division winners, so um, it remains to be seen. But I'm excited, guys, for um, 
for the AFC North. You know, I think all those teams, you know, could be really special this year. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this uh, podcast, guys. Again, it's something new that I'm going to try out, you know. Um, so I, I'm very excited to start, you know, this new segment of my podcast out. Um, definitely feel free to, you know, like, retweet, follow me for all things football. I love talking about football, guys. Um, and definitely give me a follow, you know, for more podcasts because I'm going to be doing this more often and just kind of get into the rhythm of things. And as as football season approaches, expect more podcasts. And I definitely encourage people to, you know, go on my uh, podcast, you know, and on, on my comment section on Twitter. Comment, tell me how you guys think. Give me your guys' feedback on, you know, who do you guys think would be a breakout player? You know, feel free and let's have fun, man. Football is a great sport. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, and I hope everyone had a great day today and has even a better day tomorrow. You guys have a great day. Take care and peace out.